0: The usual suspects. The usual suspects. Mr. Fox, abstract Sagittarius. So we're back. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, we're back.
0: Another episode. (laughs) Welcome back (laughs) to the usual suspects where we really don't give a damn. Uh, (laughs) So look, right? I've been cracking up. I was cracking up this morning. Still over that uh Montgomery Tea Party beat them. Cause here's the thing. <laughs> the fade in the water. <laughs> By Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that's so still funny at that because they they arrested and charge most of the white people. Oh yeah they still they still want the man with the folding white chair to come in. Yeah, but at it least
1: it's not a warrant. They just want to talk
0: to him. <laughs> so I don't didn't see that. a black man. I'm like, look.
1: <laughs> like, I ain't see a chair. I didn't see a chair. I don't want y'all talking about.
0: But if you just so happen to come out the police <laughs> station and see a white folding chair there, ask him the questions. Yeah. <laughs> didn't see a black man, didn't see a white folding chair. He like, look, I'm not falling for the um
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the Willy Bobo at this point. Um you got who you need to get. You got some races but the mugshot. All right, so they got so everybody got fucked up. Like the white people really got fucked up. Um but this one mugshot. The woman? Yes. Oh fucking no man, when I tell you they gave this woman a gonzo nose. A gonzo nose, I said, what the fuck? That like you literally oh, little a gonzo nose. from oh, I I I'm just mystified by that because I'm like,
1: what kind of like how did that happen? I don't, I don't know, but she fucked <laughs> around and she found out. That's that's all I know. I would be too yeah. embarrassed. I would be too. Then, embarrassed. Did they ever confirm whether or not the guy from the TikTok video was one of the people that was fighting? Was in the fight also? It's a dude on TikTok, whole face fucked up, <laughs> like two black eyes, bruises all over his face, all that shit. And he was like, "Well, I guess that sixty-five-year-old really could throw punches." Yeah, but I don't know, you know how sometimes people clout chase off of shit. Right, right.
0: That's, so I don't, that's where and I'm and they lady. never
1: confirmed whether or not that was really him or not. But if it was, yeah, they 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 did the damn thing. They put in some work on their asses. And rightfully so. You wanna know what else is interesting? <laughs> you ain't see not not nobody came to their defense. Nope. Nobody. Not the rest of the people on the boat. Not the um, white people. Not if the anything, white people. the white people like, you got what you deserved. So that, listen. <laughs> They're like, look, well we paid good
0: money. We paid good money to sit on this little pontoon boat. We paid good money to come down here and just be by the water. Uh, we want no parts. <sighs> mm-hmm. And I'm still laughing at the, the old white lady that caught the, the folding chair, too.
1: <laughs> that shit, she's a perfect example of mind your motherfucking business. Right, because,
0: you know, all of them got to be related or been ten toes down for a lot of years. So, look, you can get it, too. Mm-hmm. You want to intervene, you can get yep. this white folding chair, too. Yeah. Oh, it was just so relieving.
1: That shit was glorious. So relieved. Glorious fucking purpose.
0: Like, I'm already relieved when people talking shit get their beat down, no matter who it is. No matter who it is. Right. Like, it don't matter what race. It's like, you, you get what you deserve. You can't fight, but you want to run your mouth. Mm-hmm. You can catch this fade, too. It, but when it's racist people on racist land, racist water, in a racist town, in a racist state... Oh, all the more beautiful. <laughs> with a boat named Harriet, too. Man, listen. <laughs> I know they try to throw us all by misspelling it, but we know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You trying to you trying to rhyme it with Marriott, but no.
1: <laughs> yeah. You ain't right through the bullshit.
0: Oh. And it was and a lot of people said it was a security guard. It was actually one of the co-captains. Yeah, he was a co-captain. Um so if you out there and the 16 year old that swam over to be part of the um Avengers Endgame, <laughs> um I wish y'all well, man. I hope y'all got GoFundMe. I hope y'all get a scholarship. Yeah. A lot of money because But
1: also yes. leave that 16 year old boy alone. Please. He do not want to be in the public eye. He know what y'all do to people. Leave that 16 year old boy alone. Respect his privacy.
0: Yeah, uh, leave Evander Holygills alone.
1: Not Evander Holygills. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so the day after, not even 12 hours, they already gave his uh <laughs> The six year old boy like ten nicknames, right?
1: So Aquaman. Then, <laughs> Not-
0: by <laughs> yesterday oh, I heard at least two or three more.
1: Oh my goodness. I'm still in stitches
0: over calling that boy Johnny Gills. I said, you know <clears> Johnny throat> Gills, throat> J. Michael Phelps, um Aquaman is a is a good one, is is one of my favorites. But Evanda Holy uh, Holy Gills.
1: That shit is funny.
0: Took me all the way out. But yeah, leave that boy alone. You know how racists tend to get. Yeah. Y'all tend to show y'all ass and target black people
1: already, but then. Especially black children. Right. Let's be clear. So Um, leave that boy alone. But I wanted to start
0: there. But before we get into anything else, um, rest in peace to Johnny Hardwick.
1: Was the voice of Dale on King of the Hill? Yeah, I saw that yesterday too. <sighs> While I was watching King of the Hill, so
0: I didn't know Breckin Meyer did the voice of the Native American kid on the show. Who? Cool. so Breckin Meyer—if um, he was in like a few uh, movies back in the late '90s, um, trying to think of a movie he was in. There was a movie he was in with Tom Green. I think it was called Road Trip. Road um, Trip is my shit. <laughs> I love that crazy ass movie. Let me tell you, I still got the DVD. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I love it. He's in that. Um, I only <laughs> found out that was him because he tweeted about Johnny Harwick yesterday or mm-hmm. the day before. And I was like, oh, you played the kid. I was like, okay. Man, um, I'm but yeah, man. King of the Hill is my shit. Yeah. King of the Hill is my shit. Um so wanted to talk about that. Did we wanna save all right? So my next thing I wanted to talk about, I know we it's probably a dead uh being a dead horse at this point. Um The Lizzo's backup dances. I'm going to just say like two things and that's about it. Alright, first things first. We know they full of shit. Now there is probably like one or two questionable things at most as far as like employment and labor law. But as mm-hmm. far as the rest of that stuff, like, y'all gotta chill the fuck out. And when I say y'all, it's like, it's, it's a subset of people out here that are looking to, and I can throw, I very well can throw some of the dancers or these, um, people that got let go into this situation where they're just aiming to like, give people more ammo to hate Lizzo. Like she may not be my kind of music. Like at the mo like, cause I was watching that TMZ interview. I don't think we talked about the interview the last episode. Mm-mm. Um, Like, the banana thing, yeah, that's crazy, but most of what they were saying was, it was out of, like, favoritism. Like, of course, Lizzo is going to keep around or retain or continue to hire people that are fun to hang out with.
1: Because that that can be respectful or can engage in her lifestyle, right?
0: Um, Yeah. Now I still stand ten toes down on what I said last episode about um you still had a choice. But yeah. most of that TMZ stuff, like most of their interviews and stuff, cause mm. they got a platform real fast. And that's that's sticking to the script. Like that's nothing new. Um mm. it was I was listening, I'm just like y'all y'all are mad at her or trying to Well, first of all, you mad at her probably because you were let go or you didn't, she didn't retain or keep you around and stuff, but that's why I look at it like these kind of stories or the, when people come out after the fact and it's just like the best you can do is, oh, I had a feeling like they literally just came out on TMZ and said, I had a feeling or there was a feeling inside of me that. This is the way it is or the way it's going to be. And I'm just like,
1: what does that mean? You
0: really, right. You really going to base your lawsuit or your allegations on what you feel. Mm -hmm. Like at the most, a lot of this shit's questionable and yeah, unprofessional, but in the eyes of the law, that's not illegal. It's weird, but (laughs) like, it's not illegal it's not illegal it may um,
1: even be morally wrong
0: right but take that out with your rabbi or your priest um like I need people and this is for anybody that's listening to be real clear about what you want get get with the dictionary every once in a while about you know certain buzzwords or keywords <coughs> You trying to, you know, have an argument over or about? Like y'all really need to reintroduce yourselves to what harassment means. Um, instead of going out here all willy nilly, sprinkling, you know, these words on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it sucks for Lizzo. Like, like I said, her music isn't necessarily for me. It's cute. Um, no, it's not to me, right? And that's that's another thing, which is nothing new. Like a lot of the shit that's out here, it all has the
1: same sound. I appreciate the messages, right? And the music, I just wouldn't go listen to her album. That's all, it's just not my cup of tea.
0: Um, but yeah, it's like this, this climate now is just. Yeah, I really need to think, be clear in, in like what you're saying.
1: I think what I also don't like I like about it is people use these situations as an opportunity to um throw more salt on the wound about shit that nobody gives a fuck about. Like the chick that came out and was talking about how Lizzo stole her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend or some shit like that. Man, nobody cares. Like that Doesn't correlate (laughs) with this lawsuit in any way, shape, or form. Um,
0: And even when, like, a stand on, because I watched her little clip and I'm just like, okay, she was standoffish. That doesn't translate to she stole your boyfriend.
1: Right. (laughs) Like, did did she just, man, what the fuck, I don't, who cares? Because if, if 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 it was so concerning to you, why you ain't say something about it when it happened? When the shit was going on? Why take the opportunity when something else is going down and got nothing to do? Don't even stand next to a boyfriend being stolen <laughs> when, in all honesty, people don't belong to you, so you can't steal anybody that would be kidnapping. I'm just saying. But, um... <laughs> I need people to stop pe- treating people as if they were possessions because they're not. Um, you just wanted some some attention. Just you like just that, wanted attention that because direct- again, if you if you felt so strongly about it when it was going on, you wouldn't have used the opportunity of alleged traumatizing experiences for other people be the reason why you decided to speak out. I'm just saying. Stop being opportunists when it comes down to it. Somebody wronged you and you want to speak out about it, speak out about it when they wronged you. Don't piggyback off of somebody else shit. Don't be a get in where I fit in person. Women's want to use to say them GIFIs. Don't be one of them.
0: And tell the person in the moment. In the moment.
1: Right. And at the end of
0: the day, Lizzo has no loyalty to you. Your man does. Have we not learned anything from like Lake? No, I'm taking it back because, like, uh, that's a whole nother tangent, but I don't want to, I just wanted to talk about that and yeah. the Alabama uh, uh, party. <laughs> um, shout out to Wayne Brady for coming out as Pansexual. My two cents is that I think his team. It was his team's idea for him to come out pansexual instead of bisexual. Um, because here's the thing those of us that have been paying attention. This is probably mm-hmm. flag, what I'm about to say. <clears> throat> um, throat> Excuse me, have felt for years that Wayne Brady has been fruity booty. Okay, mm-hmm. for years, and that's fine. Like. Why does this cop I used to think Tay Diggs was, but it turns out oh, word on the curb is, is that um, allegedly Tay Diggs w- was was a big hoe when he was my- um his his white wife. Um, is he still uh, with April? Yes. Okay. His rib, he says, isn't that cute?
1: <laughs> isn't that cute? Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs>
0: We won't go down that rabbit hole, because here's the thing: like from like a angle, like that's perfect, because you know, pansexuality is trending; it's still like a trend right now, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, people when people are identified as bisexual, a lot of people just tend to instantly think, "Oh, you're more gay than anything
1: else." What so? For, for the people who, who don't know Can you explain what it means To be pansexual
0: Pansexuality Is one of those things where You are I think sexually Or romantically Attracted to Just about everybody um, Man, Basically, woman, non-binary I think so Man, okay. woman, non-binary.
1: Uh, yeah, so... You like what you like. There's no real line if you come across... Kind of like... Um, not. I'm not going to say the same because I don't think she's identified as pansexual, but like Niecy... Is it Niecy Nash? No, not Niecy. Yeah, was it Niecy Nash? Who ended up getting married to the, the woman? Yes. And she the way she described it was she just overall fell in love with the person that they were. Like there was no, Oh, I'm falling in love with a woman. I'm falling in love with this person situation. So there was no real gender identity that came with the emotions. This is just who I love. So
0: So pansexuality is a sexual, romantic or emotional attraction towards people of all genders. Regardless of their sex or gender identity, pansexual people might refer to themselves as gender blind, asserting that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attraction to others. Pansexuality Mm -hmm. is sometimes considered a sexual orientation in its own right or at other times a branch of bisexuality to indicate a lack of gender preference. Oh, shoot. A lack of gender preference. While pansexual people are open to relationships with people who do not identify as strictly men or women, and pansexuality therefore explicitly rejects the gender binary in terms of the chosen. Etema, that word. Um. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't, I don't even want to sound like I need to so.
1: I, I know. I believe. I know what you are talking about again. At the melody, there you go. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, I feel <laughs> like
0: I need was at a stone, or I'm fresh with Sylvan learning. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yes. Uh, so cool for him. I said my two cents. Um, do your thing. Good for you, uh, Wayne Brady. Um, I like Wayne
1: Brady. I'm happy that he's able to stand in his truth. Um freely. I even liked his little the little video that he did after he did the announcement. Did you see it? It's like mm-hmm. a video of them dancing around with something so cute. Um, but you know, good for him. For real. Like I just feel like anybody shouldn't have to hide who they are for being like their manhood questioned or whatever. like it doesn't it doesn't matter Mm-mm. as long as they happy and hopefully you know he finds somebody or he has somebody that he loves and loves him back and hey let me get truth, baby I'm here for it y'all be sleeping on Wayne Brady that man's fucking hilarious whose line is it anyway listen uh, Okay. <laughs> that was my shit that fucking show is hilarious and we talking about improv that's how which you know like what is not easy having random people tell you, yell out shit and you come up with songs and yeah listen <laughs> that show is classic
0: I'm so glad um
1: <coughs> cool. who well, oh yeah.
0: yeah um I'm gonna keep calling the HBO. I'm gonna I'm keep calling it HBO because I'm like, bitch, it's not Cinemax, so why are we call it Max?
1: Unless you add Cinemax to the shit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The only way y'all gonna truly turn it into Cinemax, you can put one thing on it. One. Take a gas.
0: From Cinemax days? Yep. And it's
1: an after dark cinemax.
0: You know, get off my line. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's <No. laughs> the only way.
1: <laughs> See, Listen, when Cinemax After Dark was a thing. Listen, the only way it will truly turn into any of Cinemax is if you put Emmanuel on it. If you ain't on it, it ain't Cinemax. Yes. Oh, I was a big Emmanuel AM- face. Mm-hmm. She was the shit. So, yeah, yo, yo when y'all no do sir. that? Yeah, when y'all do that, I'll call it Max. Otherwise, it'll be HBO. And Claudius is <laughs> not even HBO in my
0: mind because I'm like, where is America Undercover? Where is hookers on Bruce point? Where is real sex? <laughs> down. Where is real sex?
1: Where is sexy cat cat confessions? confessions?
0: Where is life behind <laughs> bars? Where the man was talking about uh using jelly to eat a man's ass. I knew Oh that. my god. All of it. Give it
1: back to us. Take me Jesus back Christ. to 1995, 1996.
0: Look, America Undercover, y'all wasn't outside. We grew up with some shit. You know hear I me? Mean? Oh, and this is before they had <coughs> buzz and the wire. Listen,
1: <coughs> it no was real,
0: I, man. Listen,
1: I said, Oh, this is what happens in jail. Y'all don't know what it's like to have real reality TV. <laughs> we have real reality TV, that should make you clutch your pearls. Like, wait a minute, I was not ready.
0: Like, I was not ready for this couple to get in the backseat of this taxi and get the fucking busting down mm-hmm. on these uh fake ass leather seats. They had so they had one in New York and they had one in Vegas. I was like, keep me in New York, because Vegas was cool. Yeah. I think Vegas was the one where they had the um, the transgender prostitute, which was iconic.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I had to shoot, stab,
1: kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a time! To be alive and experience cable. my mother worked, was different.
0: My mother worked third shift down at the uh, Metro Shoppers. And I was home by myself. Oh, listen. I'd be up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning watching watch HBO. Let me tell you,
1: something. The yeah. worst thing to do was to give me my own cable box. Because, yeah. I know I ain't no business watching that shit. It was just interesting, though. I learned a lot, like a lot.
0: I was like, "Oh, there's actually a place in New York City where all the hookers go." <laughs> where like, and they became like celebrities off of that shit. Like, <laughs> a couple of them were on Jerry Springer, and part of that whole thing. I was just like, "This is crazy." And then I was like, "Oh, Ice T actually used to be a pimp while he was a rapper." Hmm. I was like, "Oh shit!" But see, a lot of people really only know ice on law and order where he says every line the same way. Um but yeah y'all wasn't outside when um America Undercover was a thing. Now when they put that on HBO Max it'll be HBO but until then yep. but um yeah Wayne Brady that's where that's where we were <laughs> <laughs> this is how things just follow into other this shit. This is how we do it. Yep. Uh, um Good for him.
1: See, hey, that's my ADHD brain. You singing Montel Jordan. I'm thinking Montel Williams. And the first thing that popped up in my head was who the fuck is Carmel?
0: How about when Craig Robertson <coughs> was trending on the bird app yesterday? And I thought they were talking about old boy from the office, Craig Robinson. I was like, Oh, not my boy. I was like, okay, he's good. It was just some some old white guy threatening um, Biden over social media and the FBI showed up FBI said, Oh, yeah, and the FBI killed him. I was like, oh. Another episode of Fuck Around and Find Out. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, my God. I, I thought the FBI got my boy Craig Robinson from, Jesus um... Christ. Well, a lot of y'all know him more from, um... <laughs> Zach, uh... Not Zach Efron, um... What's the guy? You know the guy, the, the white Canadian guy that does the, the the comedy movies.
1: I can't think. It be with a B. His last name be with a B? Um, I
0: can't.
1: I think I know who you. I I he know
0: who was was about. Super bad and Zach and Mary make a porno and forgetting Sarah Marshall,
1: curly hair. Seth, um, which Seth one I call? Rogen. uh yeah, Seth Rogan. I was about to say, not Zach. Uh, Zach, I was thinking, um, I cannot think of his last name, but it should be him to be. <laughs> but he yeah, Zach and I mean not Zach, see, that's you fucking me up. Seth and um Franco.
0: Oh yeah, James Franco Oh, also
1: Pizza Hut commercials. Can you do the Pizza Hut commercials now?
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought it was time. I was like, oh, my God, don't kill my boy. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to say two more things. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like the UPS strike is over. Good. Um, <laughs> looks like all the drivers will be earning up to $170,000 a year. Wow. Um. All all UPS drivers, um, which is good for them, because listen, yeah, they do a lot of work, and y'all keep ordering shit and stuff is getting heavier. <laughs> that's the thing. Like people are. Pe- My other point is like people are, pissed, <laughs> are a little pissed about, it, or that's what is being said or being shared. You never can really trust like a tweet or a retweet. Mm-hmm. An article, um, because most of that should be like, anyway, but I'm gonna just finish my story. Um, so I was down on the bird app earlier this week, and I'm still called the bird app, even though it's called X. Um, somebody okay. retweeted uh, um, a little story saying that tech workers are, um, I guess outraged and feeling some kind of way that UPS uh, UPS drivers are making are going to make one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't think that's true. Like I don't think because the average income for like technology professionals is more than that. And if it's, if it's anywhere near that amount, it's probably just like help desk people support and stuff like that. But those people mm-hmm. that are like programming, um, people that are like in the server rooms and cybersecurity and stuff like that, mm-hmm. 170,000 isn't even like, it's probably their startup. Right. Um, but of course, you know, people that are not, aware who looked to twitter for news and shit like that probably took it and ran with it i'm like y'all really should get outside and touch a blade of grass um (laughs) given that everybody's i'm one of people one of many people that are at home ordering a lot of stuff i know y'all are putting these people through it while the earth is on like 500 degrees
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and they don't have no air conditioning in those trucks. Shit. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about that for a little bit. And then I listened to No Name's new album. I know you're not a fan. because here's the thing. She was trending again because of the album, but also Jay Electronica was because he's on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're claiming, since he is a follower of Louis uh, Farrakhan, and I guess they believe from that, and he's made, they believe he's made some like anti Semitic comments. Are looking at No Name kind of weird that they left not only his feature on the album, but his verse that they perceive as anti Semitic. So. He um he has a verse on a song called Balloons. Uh, it's, it's, it goes like, "It's all a hoax, quite simple, a joke like Zelensky, who is the current president of Ukraine, I believe." And mm-hmm. you know, Ukraine and Russia are going at it still. Mm-hmm. He met with the rabbis and the Pope incidentally. Couldn't stop my boat, God from. "Quote unquote" from the if anybody asks, Talon Farrakhan sent me. It's the War of Armageddon, and I'm begging the listener: if you ain't fighting, that means you're either dead or a prisoner. So I'm not familiar with the timeline of J- Electronica anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. You're a J- Electronica fan.
1: Or, I'm not. I mean, or are you aware of what they're talking about? No, I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm not. I ain't even gonna lie. Okay. Um. Yeah.
0: So what I what I will say though is this trend, this current trend of non-Jewish people, like white people, mm-hmm. like getting getting being in black people's business, misinterpreting stuff. Like the Jamie Foxx thing. Like everybody saw what he said. Now, us black people knew what he was talking about. Had nothing to do with Jewish people. But here comes Jennifer Aniston, who's white. Getting in his getting into his story or his business, (sighs) as as anti Semitism. And because she is popular, people ran with her side and just was like, fuck Jamie Foxx and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I kind of feel like this is the same thing because I, I listened to the entire album. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to go back because no name style of like poetry to music is what I like. Um, is she problematic? Yes. Like we ain't forget about that airplane situation. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and the J. Cole situation. Um
1: just the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, period. Like exposed a just, lot of people. Just was, people it, were it down was, bad. It was just too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And while I'm all for exposing truth, right? There's a way of going about things that can completely fuck your message up and the delivery was the problem right and then the reaction of not getting the type of reaction that you was looking for became problematic and it just was like what are you really doing this for what like what's your end game in it all are you doing it because you really want the information to get out there and in and, and, and what you believe, or are you doing it because you're trying to garner a certain type of attention from it? You see what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of that shit. So. And it's not, it's not just that it's hurt like anybody. I'm not a fan of that shit at all. So it just make me raise my eyebrows to you. As far as are you really genuine in the shit you be talking? So
0: yeah, it's like, it's an integrity
1: check it out. Or yeah, it's an that's what it is. Yeah, it's the integrity is questionable. So you know, as far as your musical and honesty, I only think I've heard like one thing from her that I liked. So I'm not gonna sit up here and say that I don't like her music. I'm just not sure I can get with the individual, that's all.
0: Not enough for me to give a fuck about what you're talking about. Well, me personally, I needed some new music because I'm tired of listening to my playlist, which I'm known to do. It's just, this summer has been kind of lackluster with music so far. Like, there's nothing really grabbing me. I like
1: Travis Scott. album.
0: Utopia is dope. Let's uh, save that for the <laughs> the next part, which okay we're going to do in a minute because <clears throat> we
1: can talk about Travis Scott,
0: and of course we can talk about Tory Lane.
1: Oh lord! And we need to talk about that Lotay situation. Yeah, that, like turn that shit away. is crazy. It's crazy.
0: So, um, we'll be back after these messages. Grab some, mops, <laughs> some popcorn and we'll be back. Oh
1: my God. I can't stop it. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Do you know what you got to do for me? You know what you got to do for me? What? Do you Bernie Mac. You make? think you? T- no, not that one. Oh! Kings of Comedy.
0: Why? What? What?
1: Kings of Comedy. The Bus.
0: Oh, stop it. Oh, my God. I've done it in forever. Oh, my
1: God. You got to do the keep teasing me part. You want me to do the whole thing or just that part? <laughs> no, just that part. All right.
0: Uh, she was teasing me. Oh my god, I have a since We were in the mail room. Oh my Listen,
1: goodness. oh my goodness, I can't stage you so bad.
0: Hey, look, I do impressions on request. Uh, everybody <coughs> to the usual suspects podcast <laughs> and going to the YouTube channel. This is what I do.
1: He was put thankful. a request in a comment in the comments. Put a request, <laughs> and I I'm, made. I'm, I will put it on the
0: YouTube channel. Listen, if I get enough requests, I will do it on the YouTube channel. The
1: average yeah YouTube channel. I do it. Gotta do it.
0: So <sighs> we're gonna take our time on the last two um, topics on the docket. As um. When I tell you this uh which
1: one do you want to start with first? is the toy lanes or let's get the weird shit out first. Little the Lil Tay situation, because I ain't it's I'm gonna be real this ain't gonna be drawn out. Ain't <laughs> gonna be too drawn out. So you remember who Lil Tay is, don't you?
0: So yesterday was my first time or this week was my first time
1: hearing about Lil Tay. Oh, okay. Well, for those who aren't aware, I I don't. Know. Do you know what year she popped out? Because I don't remember the year. I just remember Not it was him. around the time where like Bad Baby and Wovicky, um, XXX Will. Tentacion, um, Trippy Red. Uh, what's the other little girl? I think her name is Malu. Like, there was like this new generation of people and artists that was like coming. I mean, this like the time of the SoundCloud rappers was starting to really make it big, Lil Yachty, and then was coming out. It was around during that time period or so. I don't know. Do you know who Woe Vicky is? You remember who she is? No. She's the white girl who um She has some type of uh, disability. I don't remember. I don't know if it's like a form of Down syndrome or or to don't quote me on that. It's some type of disability. But when she first came out, she was the white girl that lied and tried to say she was black. Oh, the one that was on TikTok talking about, period, I, period, oh. No, 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 no. We talking about back before TikTok, baby. (laughs) SoundCloud rappers. I'm so old. Yeah, you are, clearly. Um, But she was, Lil Tay was this little Asian girl. She was nine years old at the time. (laughs) Who was like doing a bunch of like stunt videos and shit. Like you bitches ain't got money, like more money than me. And look at my car and look at my house. And uh, she was real flashy and shit. And it was real controversial because she's a nine-year-old kid right, um, made her way through the ranks, and like I said, she, like, if you go on her Instagram page, she has a live on there with um, with X, she she was like, they gave her a platform, okay, then um, this controversy um, came out about, um, I think they got caught recording In front of somebody's shit or in in somebody's car or their house or something. And, like, the owner of it, like, blasted them for it because they didn't have no business being or touching in the locate or like, it was a mess. Um, And once it came out, um, it ended up being a situation where. When you dissected her videos, she was being coached. And come to find out her older brother was like coaching her to make these videos in order for them to make money. Okay. Um, then like come to find out that the parents had like their hands, and the shit was a trifling ass mess. And they basically used this nine-year-old child to make money off of. So, when it all came out, what did they do? They snatched her away from the internet. So, she, like, disappeared for some years. And then in 2018, and I want to say in maybe 2020, she, like, would post random stuff on her Instagram page. And what became alarming was she, um, it was an accusation of her being abused by her father and brother, allegedly. And she was basically like crying out for help. Okay. Um, it like trended for a while, but then nothing else ever came for it, came from it. And the messages stopped. So... Two days ago on her Instagram page, there was this note that came up that basically said that she had passed away along with her brother. Um, of course, um, there was like no explanation or um of what happened. It didn't say when it happened, um, but like of course it spread. You know what I mean? And I I believe, I don't think that it was wrong to repost the information because it came from her official Instagram account. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't seem fishy at the time. So about maybe two hours after it started to circulate. This page popped up, named Tremaine, I believe, or Tremani, something like that. Um, and I didn't see it until like later on in the evening because it was reposted by another page that I saw. But this person was claiming that the the post on Lil Tay's page was not true, and they were claiming to be Lil Tay and was basically saying, like, um, I'm still alive, like I'm 15, my brother is still alive. I'm not understanding why anybody would lie about something like that, but it's not true. Please share this and and let them know that I'm I'm okay. Then a news article popped up from Vancouver saying that. They don't have any official records of saying that this little girl has passed away or her brother, nor do they have a body. So shit just got weird. But then, <laughs> like her YouTube page, like something on her YouTube page, or whatever was like, help me. And then her ex-manager, Came out and was like, don't believe what was posted on the page. I can't confirm if she's alive or not. But there's reason to be concerned. Then (laughs) another page was created claiming to be her again. Saying, don't listen to the ex-manager as he has nothing to do with her. And then, like allegedly, um, they her and her father released a statement to TMZ, like saying she's still alive, um, nothing is wrong with her. Uh she's like traumatized by the fact of like she was getting like an influx of messages and stuff like that. It so what's interesting is, is that all of this is coming from. Sources, But there's no, like, video or, like, there's nothing to show that she's okay. So, I don't know <clears throat> if this was... What was interesting was when the announcement came out that she allegedly passed away, Ben Baller had made a post saying... You know, like, rest in peace, is messed up because they were planning to pretty much pop back out. She was planning to come back to the Internet, right? Um, and then, like, all of this other weird shit started to happen. I am hoping that the family is not using this situation as a means to bring her back into the public eye. But something isn't right about any of this. And it hasn't been in a while. Um, there's like a lot of different things that ran through my head. Um, that, you know, what I just said being one. Or maybe she did put it out as a means to get attention, to get help because she cried out for help before and it did not bring traction um we're not gonna sit here and act like we're not aware or, I mean not everybody but like what happened to her before didn't happen you know what I mean and we all know what the power of greed can do to people and. Um, the limits that people will go, especially using their children, in order to maintain a certain status or lifestyle. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on. All of these things that's been popping up these past couple of days is weird. Um, I do think that somebody should do a wellness check on this child. Um, and hopefully the truth will come out and she's okay, but I hope, I hope she's okay. And I hope this isn't like a means to garner attention on the internet. Cause that's fucked up, but yeah, that's the weird situation with low tech. Woo, felt like I was there. It just, it's a mess.
0: When I first saw the words "Little Tay, I thought it was a reference to a rapper or something. I'm like, because yesterday I didn't know, like, who she was. And, you know, other people on IG were telling me, man, Little Tay died. am like, Who? I was like, is it another rapper? Cause it's always little this or pop that or smoke this and baby that. And I'm like, oh who? So right. Yeah. Everybody hopped on that and I was just like, something don't because I was flipping through the slide the the story. When I got to the part where it said the parents can't say or won't answer questions as to yeah they
1: wouldn't answer questions come on and then it was like both of them died what the fuck are we talking about right now like both of them it just was weird something just didn't seem right about it and then like i said next thing you know these different pages was popping up and and the statement came and then when the police was like, well, I don't have no record of this shit. It was like, wait a goddamn minute. Like, what's going on? So I just, I said, that's why I wanted to wait because I wanted to see how it was going to play out. And you know it's bad when you can trick TMZ. Like when you get TMZ to pull some shit back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because TMZ will be on
0: it.
1: I, listen
0: and you know um, old boy Levin is a real lawyer so I'm like you didn't fact check this shit or
1: and I, like I said I, I don't think that in that moment there was a real need to outside of this was posted on their official Instagram account now let's find out what happened I think that's what it was. Um, But. Because I'm talking about. Like it wasn't just on Instagram. The moment that my smart news app. <laughs> started sending me breaking news notifications. I was like what the fuck. Like yeah. So. I just. Ultimately. Wherever she is. Please. Please do a wellness check on this child. Just. Make sure she okay. Because I, I just feel like there is some cry for help in this situation. And she like she's 15. You know, like And been dealing with this shit since she was nine. And I can only imagine what it's like to be in a limelight like that. And then all of a sudden pull. And your entire existence on the internet is just null and void. Like nobody saw this girl. She was just gone. And I could dig a little deep into that, but I don't want to get in trouble. So we're not, we're we're not, we're not gonna go there. Ultimately, somebody needs to check on that little guy. What we—that's what we're here to do—is dig. Okay, that's why like, we have the podcast. We we know how strict Asian culture can be. Man, listen,
0: they need to do a Netflix documentary about that surviving the Asians.
1: So, there is room to be concerned. If she's alive, great, but that's still something wrong. I don't think that it should just be left as, oh, well, since she's alive, let's just move on. This girl has been, somebody been crying out for help for her in some way, shape, or form for some years now. And I think this is the time that people need to pay attention to it. So, that's
0: that on Little tap. So, on to the receding elephant in the room. We might need, like, two hours for this, because when I tell you...
1: (laughs) I'm so perplexed. <laughs> About all of this shit, but I'll let
0: you start. So, Toy Lanes has been <coughs> and sentenced to ten years for the shooting. I'll just say attempted murder of Megan Thee Stallion. Not attempted murder. Let's let's just let's just let's just put that on the table um because here's the thing when i tell you this has this whole thing has played out like a damn mini series and it's gotten to a point to where everybody showed their slip you know you had you know the usual toxic niggas going you know that anti mag and pro Tory and you know Like, the moment it happened or the moment the news broke, a lot of people were just anti-meg and questioning. And I'll be the first to admit and take full responsibility that I was questioning a lot of shit um, in the very beginning where it was just like, you got shot in the foot, but you right back on stage two days later. Or, like, the turnaround. Mm -hmm. That's just the way my mind was set up, where I just... I'm not mad or angry or leaning one way or another when there's multiple parties. It's just, I question a lot of shit. Mm. And that's a huge part of the reason why we have podcasts is be like, something just doesn't make sense to me. Because um, if I get a paper cut, I'm down for 45 days. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I hate you. It, it, so, I will be the first to admit that <laughs> on the I Refuse podcast... You saying <laughs> that's also how my mind works. That, like, I've said on the I Refuse podcast as recent as last December when I was in Chicago, I did an episode and It's on the podcast where I shared um Kelsey's testimony because that was released. Mm-hmm. Um. And I walked away from it like, you know, the casualty was loyalty to Kelsey. At that point in time, in my mind, where it was just like, you know, you were supposed to be this, you know, Kelsey's homegirl. And you just left her out to, like, take strays and jabs and let these theories linger, like, you know, this theory that Kelsey... And Tori were doing things and Kelsey <clears throat> played a role in it and all this other stuff. And I get from like uh, a PR angle that, you know, Megan's team wanted her not to respond or throw herself, you know, in front of Kelsey to protect her and stuff. But it's like not even a private conversation or let me make sure my girl is good. Even if we can't be in the same vicinity. Um, Because Kelsey came in with Megan, you know what I mean? Into the mm-hmm. industry, being a personal assistant or whatever. She wasn't just like some random groupie that was just holding, you know, Megan's bag wherever she went. But from the testimony, like you got full disclosure like listening to it, it felt like I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then I was just like, I said in the episode, like I take full responsibility for facilitate misinformation. Um, cause I, there was an episode before that where I was just reflecting what DJ academics said in one of his streams. I know. Bad Jason. Bad Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we could talk about that motherfucker too because he still ain't recovering mm-hmm. from Erica Badu telling him he look like Jerry the Mouse from Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. He ain't recovering from a lot of shit. That nigga got a right. lot of hate for women. And it's it's like oh, I'm putting that on the back burner but yeah, when it comes to toy lanes it's like let this serve as a lesson that no matter how much money you have and how much of it you put into shaming women, getting your team to run to the blogs and spread information, wrong information about the facts of the case to make a woman, an attempt to make a woman look bad, who was clearly the victim, you knew that going into this, because you thought public opinion mattered more than the law. hmm um and you know the the lawyers your defense team is another is another beast in and of itself um and you still came out convicted and sentenced now granted I know he's probably not going to do the the whole ten years um I'll probably say he'll he'll he's probably looking at five Max he'll probably do um another year or two on top of time served, I guess. That's but like, like the
1: little shit can keep his fucking temper together. I'll touch on that in a minute. Go ahead. So I will say it
0: wasn't so much the facts of the case that did him in as far as the sentencing and the conviction. It was more so the carrying on you were doing in the interim, you and your father, that ultimately did you in. Uh, especially during this these times where the courts are using your art if that's what we want to call it that he was doing against Mm. me against people
1: so the floor is yours okay so i think i teetered a lot And that was one of the reasons why I kind of just was like, okay, this is what I think will happen based off of just little things that I observed, but I didn't want to make a solid opinion on a lot because it was a lot of back and forth bullshit that just didn't make sense. They made everybody look shady as fuck to me. Um... Initially, didn't understand why Kelsey carried things the way that she did. Um, There was a lot of petty shit that was happening, like her taking the pictures with um, with Carl and the little diss track and the switch up of the story, which was crazy to me. Um, Her Megan's description on. How it happened, the lie about the fact that they wasn't they were was sleeping together. Like you went on live TV and lied and said that she wasn't sleeping with this man when you were. Um the dance bitch thing kind of took me <laughs> to a, a different level. Um, and then him. I refuse to ignore the fact that there are multiple. Videos on the internet that shows you popping off at people because you felt disrespected in some type of way. You lost the basketball game, you wanted to fight a nigga. And I've seen threats and how far you willing to go because in some way, shape, or form you feel disrespected and your Napoleon complex kick in, and you wanna pop your shit. So, to ignore the possibility of, one, we're not going to act like Megan Mouse can't be reckless. So, I can only imagine the shit she said to this man in the car that would make him react the way that he did. It It made, like, I'm like, I I could see it happening. Right? Then, we heard Kelsey's statement. And listening to her statement compared to listening to the testimony and anything else that she said, this girl spelled out a story with such detail and made sure, like, she stopped them multiple times, like, I'm going to get to that point, but let me tell you what led up to it. She was very... Detailed in what she described happened. And while some things may not necessarily be 100% factual because truth is really based upon perception, you see what I'm saying? And what and how she observed the things that was going on, I don't believe that she was lying in that moment. What hit the nail on the head for me was the phone call. The phone call that he made to Kelsey told me two things. One, I can kind of understand why Megan stopped talking to her. Because to me, if you shot my friend, you can't call me and try to explain shit, especially if I was there and I saw it. There's no conversation. The moment that that conversation happened gives me reason to believe that that con- like there's more conversations that can happen after the fact. So I might I'll fall back for a minute and see how shit play out. That's just how I, I would look at it. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's all on what the record company told her to do and lawyers told her to do. I think that played a part of it also. Um, The second takeaway from that is. If you did not do anything, what the fuck are you apologizing for? If I didn't shoot you. If I didn't do anything to you. If I'm wholeheartedly wrong, like I feel like I'm not wrong, I didn't do it, right? I stand in that shit. Then why would I spend that much amount of time on the phone with the person that was there admitting I did something clearly to her? I didn't mean for it to go that far. I'm sorry. If you didn't shoot her, then what did you do? And don't say it's because I was fucking your friend. Because if that's the case, from what they all saying, you was fucking with Kelsey first. So then that means that y'all both knew what y'all was doing. So why wouldn't the apology need to go to Kelsey? Why why are you apologizing to Meg about something that y'all both was doing behind a girl who didn't know back? How does that make sense? Right. So that conversation to me was an admission of guilt, nigga. You did it, (laughs) like you fucking did it. So and, and and my thing is is it like I said, if if you didn't do that, then what the fuck did you do? That you sat on the phone and pleaded with this girl. To make sure that your apology got through. That you felt so bad. About what you did. If you didn't shoot it. Because y'all got exposed. You exposed the shit. You the one who put it out there. So. What, what, what you apologize for? So. Sir. You're guilty. You shot that girl. And there's consequences with that shit. And then you not even from here. Like you you not you're not from here. And you in California and a Kardashian statehood. The fuck are we talking about right now? Sorry. We you know how the justice system works. Like, yo, you did the most idiotic shit that you could have done in that situation so you fucked yourself sorry see you in 10 years and like I said you 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 might not even you might do three maybe even five but you're not gonna sit here and tell me that you don't carry shit With the intent of, I got some shit to prove because you little. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. Nobody fucking scared of Tory Lance. Nobody. Not a single solitary fucking person on the face of this earth is intimidated or scared of Tory fucking Lance. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Shit.
1: Just saying. It's funny because it's true. Like yo, nobody is like yo. Who and please, please understand. I like his music, <laughs> but yo, you don't put no fear in not ne'er nah, nigga heart, not even a bitch heart. Because if if that was the case, then what she said wouldn't result in you pulling out a gun and shoot. I'm just saying. So you had a point to prove. Try that shit in jail if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> Tory gonna come out with an I and not a Y. <laughs> Keep playing. He gonna fuck around and find out. But he he got he has a he has an issue with his anger and how he reacts to shit, on when he feels disrespected. Like you you can't get upset just because somebody is better at doing some shit that you want to do. Go on YouTube and look up. Uh, I think it was like a Tory Lanez basketball fight and like what led up to it. The shit was crazy. And you got mad. (laughs) You reacted because you suck because you little. That's all it is. His ego is the problem. He has a Napoleon complex. And and yeah, you fucked yourself, buddy. Then you be having the most messiest people <laughs> trying to ride from you. Like your whole team, like your whole team and how you went about this was just wrong. You leaked in- information to academics of all people. What did you think that he was gonna do with that? The exact opposite of what you could have done with the information like that. If Ag wouldn't the situation the way that he did and decided to use it as a means to be disrespectful and bash women like this bitch ass nigga likes to do. You, come on now. Come on now. You had some of the messiest people riding for you. That I promise did not have your well-being in its best, like, in, your, in its best intent at all. But the reality of the situation is, is that you shot that girl. <laughs> no, you shot her. Plain and simple, you shot her.
0: I'm still in shambles that you call that man little. And the way he is.
1: Because you- he is fucking little.
0: He is, I know. Little as shit. Stop. It ain't even just that he's short. He's skinny too. He's little. Little, tiny.
1: I will put you on my hip, nigga. As
0: a sunroof.
1: <coughs> like, what are we talking about? Nobody's scared of you. You ain't even got a deep voice.
0: Nope.
1: Like, what are we talking about right
0: now? So can we please get into the MVP in this situation? Yeah. Megan uh, Cundiff. So I sent you something yesterday, right? Oh, oh Megan Cundiff mm-hmm. is a legal affairs journalist. I follow her man instant follow as soon as i saw so vlad was able to get an interview with her the day of Mm. and i was just like okay and then she released she i went to her twitter and i was like oh because somebody retweeted the statement from the the doctor the hair person Mm. i said bitch (laughs) that's the other thing is like People are still caping for this boy, trying to get him off of, out of this 10-year sentence and thing. And I'm just like, it's not going to work.
1: No, it's not. I, um, I, if I think I started following her. Who trial was she covering? She... When it comes down to celebrity trials, she's the person to follow. Like, she be knowing shit. (laughs) Um, I'm going to follow her for a while. Because a lot of times when blogs end up posting information about whatever it is it's coming from, it's coming from her Twitter. So I might as well just go ahead and follow her. She does damn good at her job. Um, I think it's fucked up. Y'all trying to call that woman a racist, though. shit is crazy (laughs) like that shit is crazy um and i think instead of trying to pass the blame to 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 the white person and and please don't mistake what i'm saying because i i I understand the conflict i get it but please start holding your black journalists accountable for the bullshit that they do just because they black don't mean that they operate right yo so, I leave that woman alone. <laughs> she doing her fucking job.
0: Right. If there's people you should be following on Twitter and getting your credible information from, our journalists. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially legal journalists. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, if you're not I don't political, I don't
1: want my information based off of a. Right. I don't if you want to give me information about what's going on, give me information based off of what's actually going on. I don't need your emotional input on any of that shit, because then that's when the bias come into play. You want to pick and choose what type of narrative you want to give or whatever the case may be. No, just if you want to be a journalist unless you're giving me an op ed. I just want the facts. I just want to know what's going on. I just want to know the information. I don't need all that other extraordinary bullshit that come along with it, and that's where the problem comes into play (laughs) you tend to not give the information or relay it the way that it needs to be relayed because you want to put your emotions behind it and spin it or pick and choose the information that you want to give because I don't agree with that and I think it's a fucking lie so I'm not even gonna really tell it That ain't journalism. It's a very big fucking difference.
0: We'll be back after these messages to continue talking about toy lanes, because it's a circus. (laughs) Little man. Hope you enjoyed part one of Children of the Corn, an I refuse podcast LLC production featuring Mr. Fox and the abstract Sagittarius. Follow and subscribe to the I Refuse Podcast wherever you get your music and your podcasts. And don't forget to follow and subscribe to the I Refuse Podcast YouTube channel at I Refuse Podcast 552. Or just use the search engine and type in I Refuse Podcast where you can find more content not replicated on the streaming podcast wherever you get your podcasts. That's the I Refuse Podcast. The I Refuse podcast after dark, and this lovely production, The Usual Suspects, featuring Mr. Fox and the Abstract Sagittarius. Stay locked in as we continue to give you hot content, fresh content. Stay locked into The Usual Suspects podcast for more parts to the Children of the Corn episode and for other content. In the meantime, continue to enjoy the I refuse podcast four seasons currently available wherever you get your podcast the I refuse podcast after dark we where can wherever you get your podcast and the YouTube channel you can follow us on Twitter at I refuse podcast link pin to the profile you can also follow us on Instagram at iRefusePodcast, underscore between the words. Thank you for listening to The Usual Suspects by Mr. Fox and the Abstract Sagittarius.